Welcome to the Lagan Valley Vineyard Podcast. We are a community passionate about seeing Lagan Valley filled with the presence and the teachings of Jesus. If you would like to connect with us or if we can help you in any way, please visit our website, lagonvalleyvineyard.com. I'm the imperfect person on the team. And uh, I'm Compassion Pastor here, part of the senior lead team. And I say that because I've been, had the privilege of being around us here at church from the very beginning. And it's my joy to serve you and my heart to release us as a church and all that God has compassion and justice in our area. So uh, we're taking a break from 1 John today, although what we have learned, um, hasn't the 1 John series been amazing? It has spoken into my life and given me food and fruit to just grab hold of and take into my everyday. Thank you, Stu, for leading us so well in that. Bless you. Um, We want to look at compassion this morning because we're about to go into our Christmas time. And without being in danger of just doing instead of being, I wanted to lay some things out with you as a church family this morning and just allow you to hear the Father heart of God and for the Holy Spirit to speak to you. Stu mentioned a couple of times in our introductions there this morning, come Holy Spirit. And so I'm going to take a few moments as I speak to invite the Holy Spirit to come. And for those of you who are new to that, what does that mean? Well, the Holy Spirit speaks to us. He's also the one that connects us to the Father and to Jesus and helps us understand him. He connects us to each other and he connects us to the ways of the kingdom. And so without the Holy Spirit, we cannot be the fullness that we are in Christ and all the exciting things that he's called us to. So it's really good for us to learn to say, come Holy Spirit, and to feel and to know what that means. Let me put my glasses on. When each of you come to join us as a church for the first time, you're usually invited to what we call our newcomers. And at that, you'll hear some stories of where our church family began, and you'll hear some vision and values, and you'll hear us read a particular scripture out. We want you to know that when you come to those newcomers and their smaller rooms, one of the things that goes through my heart and my mind in that moment is I look at each of you and I go, Father God, we are forever changed now because that person has entered our church family. And it is so true, and my heart is captivated every time, that every single one of you brings with you a new solution, a creative solution for God's kingdom to come in our local area. And you carry that in your life so beautifully in your own way, and you should never try and do it the way someone else does it. Uh, But the Father releases you to be who you are to carry his kingdom. Come, Holy Spirit. In a moment, I'm going to ask us to stand. You can relax for a bit. It's quite a moment away. But I'm going to ask us to read Isaiah 61, and I'll read it over us. Isaiah 61 is a very important passage to our church, and we push it quite a lot because we believe the Father is speaking to us through it about ways of his nature and his kingdom coming. It talks about uh, comforting people who mourn and giving them joy instead of despair. And it it talks about... um, Uh, clothing them differently. And uh, so we want to read that at the end together. But before we get to that, let me tell you some stories and some highlights and some things that we have been involved in and ways that you can be involved. Let me tell you a story that connects these all together that we had right at the start of our uh, journey together. Uh, When just before My husband Mark and I met Andy and Dana, who we lead the church with, and now privilege of leading with Stu as well and our full team, but at the time it was just us. Andy was driving along in the car one day, and he saw three pictures. And we hold these pictures accountable to our work. We hold our work accountable to these pictures, and they are this. We saw, uh, or Andy saw, 
a picture of a little boy crying himself to sleep at night, and he knew at that point that that little boy had no parents. He saw a picture of a, uh, a young mum who wanted to just end life, and uh, she was on her own. And he saw a picture of a couple uh, violently rowing. And uh, he was compelled, um, he really felt the Holy Spirit, because he's a listener to the Holy Spirit, is Andy, thankfully. And he heard the Holy Spirit say, got to do something about this. And one of the things that he did was he arranged to have dinner with Mark and I because he suspected that we had a similar heart, but he, he wasn't sure and we were exploring that. And so he invited us over for dinner and after we'd had dinner, uh, we sat down in the lounge and he said to Mark and I, what kind of church do you dream of? And uh, Mark and I came straight back and said, we'd like to be part of a church with our kids that sees... Uh, orphan children find families, to find, uh, for suicidal parents to find hope and for relationships to be restored in Jesus' name. And in that moment, we knew the Holy Spirit was speaking to us. Uh, we wept, actually, and uh, together the, the rest is history. We desire to see a church that listens to the Holy Spirit and uh, listens to God and finds creative solutions by his spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. You will have seen on our website, Love Lagon Valley, and uh, behind that is these three pictures, that we would be the kind of church that finds creative solutions to respond to those three pictures and many more like it that we would be able to resource our community. Those pictures are not ethereal pictures. Yes, spoken to us by God, but each of those pictures we believe still was an actual person and is an actual person. And we also know that God inspires real, actual people like you and I to find actual solutions to those pictures in our community, to see healing for adults and children and for those who are hurt or vulnerable. So we began to realize that we couldn't do the response to that. Yes, we, we trusted in God, but we, we started to look around to where God was already working for those solutions to see how we could build a church that invested in that. And we looked to the statutory sector, and we saw the health service, and we saw the police, and we saw the social workers, and we began to encourage them and say, how can the church serve you? And we looked at our voluntary sector and our local churches who we could partner with. We began to see those people who are already inspired and are being inspired, those hard workers, those solution carriers, those who trained and experienced, really important that we could get behind them. And as we sought to build the church, we found people asking us, how can we help? And we would say, what do you do in your everyday? And if they said, I'm a solicitor, we would say, ask the Holy Spirit to come in your life and empower you to be the very best solicitor to bring justice in our community that we could possibly have because I don't have those skills, but we're so grateful that you do. And that's the kind of church we want to build. Come, Holy Spirit. We have an equal desire for someone who is experiencing homelessness to sit in our community alongside somebody who is a housing officer and for the Holy Spirit to do something wonderful in that. And 
I'm so pleased to say that we're beginning to see that become a reality and I speak it out more in all the areas that we see. Come, Holy Spirit. We're so grateful to have those of you in our community who are listening to the Spirit of God and are seeing injustice and are pioneering things uh, for solutions and that you're doing that humbly and realizing that the small things that you do with courage make a huge difference in people's lives. I want to show you a video um, of Steph from Flourish. And uh, we're so glad that the uh, large portion of the Flourish team are part of our church family here. And over the last uh, few months, we have began to support them. And they are going to be receiving both types of our Christmas packs, which I'll show you in a moment. But let's watch what uh, Steph has to say about this wonderful charity they've set up called Flourish. Hi, my name's Stephanie, and I'm one of the caseworkers here at Flourish NI. For those of you who don't know, Flourish NI provides long-term support to all survivors of human trafficking in Northern Ireland and their families. And this anti-slavery week, we wanted to highlight the fact that when a survivor exits exploitation, often this is just the beginning of quite a long journey of recovery, independence, and moving towards freedom. For example, some of the issues that we would see as clients come into our office is homelessness, family reunification issues. For example, their children may still be in their home country and they may need assistance to bring their family here to be with them. It might be something like immigration issues. They may be an asylum seeker applying for refugee status, or they might be dealing with mental and physical health difficulties as a result of the trauma they have experienced. Our heart here at Flourish is to accompany survivors during their first couple of years of moving through these barriers into their brighter future. Thank you. And we just want to bless the work that Flourish are doing right now. And as we take our family packs, which I'll show you a photo of now, and our adult packs, uh, we want to give them to Flourish as a gift because we're resourcing people who have skills that we don't have. But in giving those gifts to them, they can take those and in the most meaningful way, use them and utilize them in the wonderful work that they're doing with people who are being trafficked and the recovery of them throughout the year. Come, Holy Spirit. I want to show you now a video from the Simon community. This is a video of uh, Christina and Melissa in the Belfast Simon community. And listen to this video. And as it plays, see how they speak of their work and the value of their work. See how the gentleman who is homeless at the moment in the video speaks of his desire to receive a home and see how they speak of the value of each person and of the value of the gifts that they're being given and the difference that it makes to the people in the Simon community. Let's watch this video together. My name's Melissa Mullen. I am the Tennessee Liaison Officer for the Simon community. My name's Christina Slevin. I'm currently with the Home Team working as a Housing Support Officer. The Simon community helps people who are homeless or at risk of homelessness. The overall aim is to help clients become independent so that they can live independently in the community in their own accommodation, whether that's in social housing or private rental sector. Simon community has 21 uh, projects across Northern Ireland. We have 358 beds 
Um, as soon as one bed becomes available, it's quickly snapped up again. Have you had any word from the housing executive when we last met with you or anything? So we would attend the housing clinics and we discuss their housing points. We'll discuss the areas of choice, where they want to live. Places around Antonio would be a good, good place to live. Okay, we'll have a wee look into that then and see roughly how many points are required for an allocation. Homelessness is a massive problem in Belfast. I think that that's why I enjoy the role as well because me and Chrissy are helping to move people on so that's freeing up a bed for someone else that could be rough sleeping or someone could be trying to flee domestic violence but there's nowhere for them to go. So if we can get people moved out of hostels that frees up other beds for people that need them. I just wouldn't go back to loving the homeless lifestyle. I had a stroke recently and I just need to be, be indoors now. Sometimes the job is really difficult. You can be dealing with mental health issues. You know, someone could be feeling suicidal or self-harm. Um, you know, you could be dealing with drug overdoses. You know, they do have an impact on you, but it's it's part and parcel of the job. You know, you, you do your debriefing, you have all your training and everything to help you deal with it. Are you getting regular checkups and everything? What's that? You can't come into this job and be a cold-hearted person because it's not for you. You know, you have to be compassionate. You have to be, you know, understanding of other people's issues and needs. It can be hard not to take it home with you, but you just kind of have to learn not to dwell on it. I know it's easier said than done sometimes because there's things where the two of us have struggled with, but it's, you can't dwell on it. And you know, it can be hard, but at the same time, it's really rewarding. You know, the clients that we work with, they're, they're just lovely. Uh, we get a lot of donations in from, um, it could be private donations from the community, or it could be from the bigger companies as well around Belfast or outside of Belfast. Um, people are just really good. Sometimes when a client comes to the hostel, they mightn't actually have anything to their name. So these wee packs will have the basics, the food, towels, toiletries, wee things like that, which can make a wee difference to someone who is going into the unknown. Melissa is a kind person, I have to say. Um, she's very good at dealing with clients. She's a good listener. She's a great support to myself and other teammates. And no one's ever too much. <laughs> you start crying. <laughs> Chrissy's laughing because when we were in the hostel, clients nicking at me tiny tears because I could cry so easily. Um, but it's just, you know, it's hard not to be involved. You know, you're working with people. They're not robots. We're not robots. Chrissy's just so fun to be around. Just in case. She's just so dedicated to the role. You know, she'll really go out of her way to help as many people as she can. I really do love my job, like I love getting out and about and meeting and interacting with other staff and clients as well and to me that's my favourite part of the job is the interaction with the, the clients and everything. I really love working for this organisation. I absolutely love it. It is a massively important role. You know like clients aren't in hostels because they want to be they're there because they've no choice and you're involved in helping get them a home. It's, it's hard to put into words. <laughs>
and may uh, Tim and her know the presence of God for a healthy birth and a wholeness in their family and may God bless them as they give their lives for others as well and as they listen to the Holy Spirit which they so beautifully do. Do you know, it's so important for us to support young families and parenting at those early years. And if I told you some stats of the outcomes for families that are supported and those that are not, it would, be, it would blow your mind. It is so important to support young families. And recently, uh, Sarah and John and Cherith and Leah and Jade in our church got together and decided that they would commit to make up 40 baby baths full of baby items and new parenting items to give into the community and they've begun to give those out already and we will continue to make those up. Let me show you this video of Sure Start where we're giving some of the baby baths too. Let's play this video. Start and Home Start and a number of our early intervention charities in Lisbon because we believe that's good preventative work for preventing some of those pictures, those three pictures that we saw and we believe that God is not only into intervening but also into prevention and that's God's kingdom come, come Holy Spirit. Let's show you a picture of our family pack that each one of those children is going to get in their home uh, this Christmas. Um, in that pack is some strategic item. It looks like juice and bubbles to you, but let me tell you what each of those items does and the intentional giving of those items. In that pack is a mindfulness coloring book uh, because we believe that parents' mental health really matters and changes the outcome for children and that's symbolic of that and will give that mum something to do or that dad when they take a break um, at night. A storybook for bonding between parent and child and this is intentionally put in there because we as a church are supporting uh, what we call in our community Help Kids Talk, an intervention program to enable every child to reach their speech and language development by the age of six because that reduces crime, it reduces um, suicide, it reduces mental ill health in our community if a child achieves that by the age of six. There's a game there for family bonding together and family time. There's balloons and bubbles and bath bubbles to allow parents to learn to play and to bond together and there are sweets and juice just because everybody loves those and families love to get together and so when you make one of those packs and you're out shopping say come Holy Spirit come because your pack is going to be making an outcome change for a child and for a parent in our youth group 
This is not on our website, so I want to tell you about it, but our youth are going to know all about it tonight and next time they meet. We're asking each of our young people to make a pack for another young person. And uh, they won't be random packs, they'll be told about that young person's likes, dislikes, and something about them to enable them to buy a meaningful present for that young person. Those gifts will be given to two charities, Max and Voipik. What do they do? They support young people coming out of the care system. They support children that have been in foster care or if they haven't been in the care system, maybe they've left their family too quickly and prematurely before they should have really been expected to and they don't have the life skills or the financial backing or the ability to find a home and Max and Voipik will support them on that journey from about age 16 to 24 to ensure that their outcomes are better. And we believe in that and we believe that we should resource it. Come Holy Spirit. In July, Max came to us and asked us to give some paint to a young lady that they'd discovered had been living for about 18 months of a lockdown, unnoticed really. She had no flooring. Um, her, 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 her flat was looking really dull and she had about five pieces of furniture and she had got quite down. And they asked us, would you give us some paint for the flat? And we said, we'd love to do the whole flat over. So we did a full makeover on the flat, and I'm saying that to you because you did that. A whole massive group of you came. 220 hours you invested in this flat. Let me show you a video of this flat for this young lady in Lisbon. It was just so good to get the carpets from Campbell Carpets over here. They came. Um, the guy who came to fit them also just lovingly took all the doors off and, and re, uh, uh, redid all the doors for us. We painted right through. The majority of people who painted this flat were under the age of 25 themselves. Our youth group just stepped up and did this and they had the opportunity to experience what it was like to give in Jesus' name. We uh, did up her lounge. This was the most meaningful thing. She had one item in this lounge and she never went in it because it depressed her. We gave her a table so she could go to college and study. We gave her a TV and these cushions and we put pictures up and she just loves this room. And uh, we gave her some items in her kitchen to enable her to cook and to live well and you did that. And we are so grateful for that. And we pray for her. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. That young lady has quite a passionate desire to, to study in mental health. And she said, I've seen some things happen in the care system that I'm not pleased with and I'm going to change them. And I said, good for you. And we will get behind you while you do. And we keep in touch with her. And also in big party today, you have brought in Advent calendars. And we are so pleased with that. What are we doing with the Advent calendars? Well, a wonderful charity called Home for Good that wants to release the church in understanding fostering and adoption and the solutions that we could carry as a church for fostering and adoption told us a story. They said that they have a whole group of teenagers who've aged out of care and they're into flats on their own in early 20s. And one of the things that they really miss is having a parent to buy them an Advent calendar. And we thought, that's not right. We're going to buy those. So we've got a room full of Advent calendars. We're going to give those to Home for Good. One of the statements on Home for Good's website is that if every church 
was able to give a child a home, we would, one child per church in the UK and Ireland could clear the care system. Isn't that an amazing fact? And we are grateful that we have more than one family in our church that has created homes for children to be safe and loved. And we say to you, come Holy Spirit. May the Father empower you in doing that wonderful thing that you are doing. I could tell you so much more, but I'm going to stop there. And I'm going to invite you to come over to our website with us. Um, open up your phone. Go to Love Lagan Valley. So go to www.laganvalleyvineyard.com forward slash compassion. So it's our compassion page. You'll see on that there are four ways to give. And in those four ways to give, two of them I've already mentioned. You can make a family pack, and the list is there if you click on it for you to buy a family pack. You can make an adult pack, and you've seen how those will be given, and they'll be given to more charities than what I've mentioned. And there's a list there as you buy that. And as you buy one, two, three, four, or five, in our family, we buy about 10 of each items and we lay them all out and we have an evening at home. We enjoy making those together in our home and we pray for them. And as you do that, um, just invite the Holy Spirit to come in your life and to inspire you about what God is doing in and through you. Uh, you can also give financially and you can give vouchers. If you're buying a voucher, we'd encourage you to buy that locally, to spend local, to use your £100 um, uh, spend local voucher if you would like. That's a, one way to spend it. If you can't decide what to spend that on, we're collecting butcher vouchers and toy vouchers there. So do use that wisely. Everything that we've asked you to buy, you can buy locally. And why not support local businesses as we go? And then why not use this also as a moment to get to know each other? If you're new to church or you've been with us a while and you're just emerging from lockdown, this year more than ever, we're going to create a space for you to come together in community and some of the finances that you're just generously giving us, I'm buying bulk amounts to make these family packs and bulk amounts to make these adult packs and also some other items. We'll be doing chocolates and letters and various meaningful things. Come with us on the week starting the 29th of November every evening here in the venue. We'll have the store next door open as well and we will be creating and making together. We're doing it peacefully. It won't be rushed. We will take moments to pray. We will take moments to show a video about some of the charities that you can hear more that you're supporting on that night. And so come along to that with us. And then we'll bring all of our gifts on the 5th of December here for a celebration. Would you stand with me? We're going to invite the Holy Spirit to come to, uh, to finish. And I'm going to read Isaiah 61 with you. And I'm going to invite the band to come up in a moment as well before we sing to close. If we've got time, have we stew for a song? Okay. We recognize that in all of our giving, we would just be another charity if it was not for the Holy Spirit. And our money might go off in all kinds of different directions if it wasn't for God speaking in our lives and us choosing to listen. And when a whole church gets together and chooses with their lives to listen to the Spirit of God and to apply that in their every day, in their every way, God comes and uses us in our community. So I want to speak this scripture over you. And I want you to just take a moment. And as you stand, there's something about standing that just postures us and says, am I here 
and what is my way and how can I learn afresh to receive the Holy Spirit and to be what God is calling me to be or where I am. And if you've got tired, that's okay. The Holy Spirit knows that. He's also called a comforter, a peace giver, and he'll meet you where you're at and he'll ignite in you afresh God's courage in your life. This scripture, Isaiah 61, was read by Jesus when he stood up in the temple. You'll read that in the New Testament. And Jesus speaks of himself in this scripture, although it was written long before he was born. And it speaks about the Spirit of God empowering him for his ministry. And so as we read this out today, and we are called to do the ministry of Jesus, we invite the Holy Spirit to come and fill us, and for the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord to be on each of us as we go out and minister to the poor and the brokenhearted. So come, Holy Spirit. These are the words Jesus read out. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me, because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives, and release from darkness for the prisoners to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, and to comfort all who mourn, and provide for those who grieve in Zion, and to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. And they will be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. And so may the homeless person sit next to the housing officer and may the father look both of them in the eye and say, you are a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. And may we be the kind of church that encourages both. And may we be open to his spirit. And may we hold those three pictures in our hearts. And may we say, come, Holy Spirit, come. And as we worship, Holy Spirit, we invite you to come, to minister to each one of us, to empower us afresh, to place in our hearts creative solutions, but most importantly, that may we gently and powerfully listening to you so that we can together say as a church, God, let your kingdom come and let your will be done here in Lagan Valley as it is in heaven. And as we go into our Christmas giving, may we see you fully alive in everything that we do and give sacrificially and generously as a proactive church. We bless you, Jesus, as we worship now. Amen.